Welcome to the Roast and Toast podcast. I am one piece of the three-piece suit. That is our team of hosts. I am Jordan, and with me as always are John and Ryan. John, how are you? Doing well. Ryan, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. All right, good. Well, we're all together here, um, and we forgot to do a Roast and Toast last time for the last recording so long ago, right? Because <laughs> um, we definitely don't do two episodes in one recording session. Um, John, what's something you'd roast and toast from the last week? Uh, I would roast the fact that I had to watch this movie for well, a yeah. fifth time. Okay, okay. No, it wasn't bad. <laughs> and then I would toast, uh, it was just a nice week. I had a pretty good week at work. Good. Ryan, how about yourself? Um, roast, I have a face mask tan line now from working outside and mm-hmm. um, a toast. I don't know, it's today we're here. Yeah, it's good. Good to be together. Um, Toast would be, um, we're all here and we're living. And healthy. And healthy and alive. Currently going up. Yeah, especially with Ronam. Um, And then roast would be, we just had some irritating technical difficulties (laughs) that were really yanking my chain. Um, And now I got to figure it out for next time, but that's okay. Um, But we're here to talk about House at the End of the Street, the 2012 horror flick starring uh, the amazing Jennifer Lawrence. And let me tell you. Just about all the reviews that I saw had something to do about I only watched this because Jennifer Lawrence is in it. Uh, but a little background information about this film. Uh, this flick star, or actually before we get into background information, um, should we do summary first and then background or background then summary? Summary then background. So okay. they kind of know what we're talking about. Okay. Ryan, would you like to summarize this movie for us? Ooh, okay. <laughs> so... There's this, um, so Jennifer Lawrence and her mom move into this neighborhood, and there's this mysterious neighbor to, like, the back of them, and apparently there was a double homicide there, like, several years ago, and the son of the parents that were murdered still lives there, and so Jennifer Lawrence, um, as, you know, not a normal person, befriends the dude, and, like, takes rides with him, and they hang out, and they become friends, and then, um, she, like, starts learning the secret about how his sister, like, murdered them, and, like, how it affects him, and then it gets really crazy, there's a plot twist, and then, obviously, Jennifer Lawrence and her mom don't stay there anymore. Yep, okay, that's the movie. This (laughs) flick, (laughs) this 2012 flick, is directed by Mark Tonderai, it stars Jennifer Lawrence as Alyssa Cassidy, Max Theriot as Ryan Jacobson, Elizabeth Shue as Sarah Cassidy, the mother of uh, Jennifer Lawrence, and Gil Bellows as Officer Bill Weaver, uh, sheriff of the town, I guess. Um, just some background information. There's an extended, unrated cut of this movie, which really just shows like more blood, I think. Um, but it also has a bonus feature showing Officer Bill Weaver as being a family friend of the Jacobsons. Um, and the Jacobson family is the family with the double homicide. Um, and he supplied the parents with drugs and was aware of what happened, but didn't step in to help Brian after Carrie Ann was killed. Oh, wow. um, so that was like some of the background of the extended cut. Um, this film has 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. It had a budget of $6.9 million and a box office of $44.1 million. So it was very successful. Dang. This film went through nine years of production until they actually started filming in 2010. Um, it switched a lot. I think I believe what I saw on IMDb was it switched a lot of 
directors and scripts and stuff. So it just went through years of development. Um, and just a little thing, J-Law didn't do her own singing in this movie. Because something about her character is she sings. But it's not her. It's lip singing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Terribly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another actress to sing who still couldn't sing. Yep. They still brought... Yep. Okay. That's exactly correct. Um, so, really, that's all the background information we need to go off of. It's time to just launch into this movie. Let's do it. Um, so, right off from the bat, we get this beginning scene of how there's this girl, it's Carrie Ann Jacobson, and how she kills both of her parents. Um... But I guess I'm just going to have to spoil it outright because well, I don't really know well, if this is Carrie Ann or not. Okay, that's fair. You can say that. But don't spoil, like, the whole thing. But, like, here's the thing. Now that, like, I've, wa- I've watched this movie twice. Yeah. So I'm watching it the second time for this podcast. I was like, is this even Carrie Ann or is this Ryan? Because I don't know. So are we just going to... Yeah, okay, so... so yeah, it is Ryan. But it this does not look at well, all like a boy. So you know. Okay, so we find out really like later in the movie. So him and Carrie Ann, when they're like seven years old, are swinging on swings. Carrie Ann falls, hits her head, dies. Yeah. And so his parents are druggies, and they're like, you know what? We're gonna pretend to send, we sent you away, and you're gonna be Carrie Ann. So they make him grow out his hair, and like they torture him, and like slap him every time he tries to say he's not Carrie Ann. Because mm-hmm. there's the one scene right at the end where he's got like longer hair on his, yeah. on his birthday that's mm-hmm. actually Carrie Ann's birthday. So no, it is Ryan there. Okay, yeah. so yeah, because I was just like, the, like the timeline of events through this movie that we get is it's, very confusing. Because yeah. um, I tried to figure out like, oh well. I'm pretty sure this is supposed to be Ryan because... Well, and there's a couple times, like, watching it where you think you have it figured out and then something changes and then mm-hmm. you think you've got it figured out and then something else changes. And yeah. so, it's no, just, I understand where yeah. you're coming from. But. It's very difficult and it's very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> so, outright, we see Carrie Ann murdering her parents, mm-hmm. um, making no noises and making very... Or not ma- no not making human noises, let mm-hmm. me say. Making guttural animal noises and she kills both of her parents she kills her mom in the hallway and she kills her dad in the bedroom but the way it's filmed so we decided he's a chicken yeah (laughs) so you just see like you know she's like on top of him stabbing him and like your the camera's kind of like underneath the bed you just see feathers yeah like there are feathers just pouring out and i get that like it was the pillow is she stabbing the pillow or is she stabbing the man and then also i just could not help but think like the way like the bed is shaking so much and there's pillows everywhere i'm like this doesn't look like a murder scene like i'm sorry it just doesn't look like a murder scene there's not even like Blood on the feathers. No, it's there was not. Of... It's just feathers yeah. everywhere. Big old pillow fight between Carrie Ann and Dad. Um, so from here we go to Jennifer Lawrence sitting on a truck playing guitar because that's what she do. She's a musician. Also, is it just a family trait that all the women wear wife beaters? So they literally only wear tank tops. Yeah, we established that if they didn't have their boobs out, we would forget they're women. So yeah. That was why so they, they need to always yeah. be wearing <laughs> wife beaters. Because, like, she could, Jennifer Lawrence is, like, wearing other shirts, well, but then you find out she has a wife beater yeah. underneath. <laughs> yeah. And same for her mom. Yes. Like, it's the same way, that, like, 
at one point in the movie, her mom's at the hospital as a doctor, and she has her do- her darkness coat on, but she has just a tank underneath. They're all just wearing tanks all the time. It's all they ever wear, and it's to, I feel it's kind of to, well, to promote, one, you need to see boobs, otherwise yeah. you forget they're women, and two, not that, like, oh, they don't look like women, but it's just to captivate men, Yeah. but also it's to... I thought of making it like a tough chick persona, like neither of them are yeah. typical girls, you know? Yeah, because they're like, um, so like when they move in, they're like, yeah, we can report this place because there was a double homicide over there. And Jennifer Lawrence was like, people got murdered on our street all the time and no one cared or lowered our rent. Yeah, and I'm like, where did they live? <laughs> Apparently Chicago, someone died on their street every day. Oh, well then, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Also, some information about what's going on. There's, so they just moved into this new house. First of all, I hate this cliche of just like, oh, this new house is going to be so good for us, yes. which happens in like every, every horror movie ever. Did you say house. that? It's, it's a new start. Die. Yeah, like someone's going to be a murderer and someone's going to die for sure. And so the mom is legit. She's like, oh, look at the view. It's all state park. You know what's right behind the house? Another house. <laughs> and it's the house that... First, so uh, we need to talk about this movie title. It's called House at the End of the Street. There's no street. There's no street well, to be at the, at the end of. Yeah. So, well, and if anybody's at the end of the street, I think it's Jennifer Lawrence's house. Is it though? Because it's not at the end of a road. I don't remember. I don't no, know. There's literally no end to the road. <laughs> so there's no house at the end of any street. Maybe the driveway's the street. The street that you're talking. About. I don't know. I just want to know if the. Like, is the state park just, like, 10 feet thin? Well, yeah. It's not even Because you can see the house. To be fair, they talked about... Um, they, they wanted to, like, burn... They thought the they were going to burn the house down and donate it to the state park. So I'm guessing, like, road, house, house, park back here. surrounds all the houses. Yeah. And it's just at an angle to I don't buy it for five <laughs> seconds. I'm sorry. This is, trying to defend it. It is such crap. I'm just, like, there's legit a house right in view this can't be state park um and so there's a neighborhood cookout that they're all invited to this neighborhood of three families there's like three families three or four that's all that's in this neighborhood because there is no street for them to live on i guess um and so jennifer lawrence meets uh, i think his name's tyler this Total yeah. tool. And we establish right away that he's going to be a tool because his mom's just like, oh, he's so perfect. He does all these great things. And I'm like, okay, he's going to suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then her, the mom is such a total airhead because she's just like, oh, he raised money for like Tibet or Africa, one of those starving countries. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, so we're in rich white rich people white land. People. Um, and so they have this discussion around the table um, when they all sit down to eat, all of the adults sit down to eat. And so they're just talking about, like, the homicide that happened, and Tyler's like, oh, well, they say Carrie Ann lives in the woods because they never found her body after she killed the parents. And so they're all just talking about, and Jennifer Lawrence is like, oh, well, really? Or, like, what's going on? And the night before, Elizabeth Shue saw a light come on in the Jacobson house, but she would she was, was told, told before that empty. no one lives there. And then they find out legit from the realtor who sold them at yeah. the house. Like he lied. Yeah, oh, he's like, oh, lie. someone lives there. Which and, is a breach of contract. Yeah, so <laughs> really, they could get the house oh, or yeah. all the money back, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's just a movie. It's just a movie. And so 
I don't like that they set up Tyler as the bad kid because when he first talks to Jennifer Lawrence, they had good chemistry together. Yeah. You know, they could have made it, I felt, I if he know, hadn't been a date raper. Yeah. yeah. He's a pretty terrible person. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, he turns out to be. But, but they not, had like a, not a good. the worst out of the whole thing. Oh, no, not <laughs> the worst. <laughs> no. One of, but not the. Yeah. Oh, not the worst. And so, uh, so. Elizabeth, she was a doctor. She's working at the hospital. J-Law goes to school, and she runs into Tyler. And um, he's like, oh, you want to come to the famine relief group? Because he started that. And you know what excuse she gives? I'm sorry, I can't. I'm going to be watching a movie with my mom tonight. Like, the dialogue in this movie, I feel like we should just get out in front of it. It's really strange dialogue sometimes. Like, I don't know anyone. Like, if I were doing that, like, I love my mom. And I love being with my mom. And it's good to have a strong relationship with your parents, but I don't openly tell people, tonight I'm watching a movie with my mom, so I can't do oh, anything. Do. Like, so... I will say, like, the whole, like, they're, like, her and her mom, the whole, like, character development with them is, like, oh, we're trying to be together. Because, like, they kind of alluded to the point that she wasn't around. Yeah. Like, she lived with her dad, and but now we never she just get, with her mom. We never get an answer as to, like, what happened. Yeah, there's very little explanation. And there's one line in particular that will come later that I really want to talk about. Just because I'm like, this makes no sense. Um, And so she get Jennifer Lawrence then gets a call from her mom who's like, hey, I have to, I got stuck with the night shift. So I'm going to have to cancel our plans. And J-Law's like, okay, well, I'll go to famine relief. Surprise, surprise, famine relief is really just a very bad high school party that features people playing, like, Uno (laughs) and one game of Spin the Bottle. And they're drunk. And also, this is a school night, so where are Tyler's parents? And how is he just getting away with having this party? Because I feel like there's a lot of unanswered questions with this situation. These aren't high schoolers. <laughs> well, first of all, yeah, they're probably not even... Like, Jennifer Lawrence was in her 20s filming yeah. this movie. Um, and also, I told you guys before we recorded, but this is kind of a blimp or uh, a zit on the face of her career because she had just filmed Silver Linings Playbook, which she got an Oscar for, and then she filmed this movie, which is kind of a letdown, but that's yeah. okay. And so... J-Law escapes to try and find a bathroom. She sees this drunk girl on a bed in one of the rooms who will later come back and become Jennifer's really only friend. Um, And so the girl goes into the bathroom to throw up and then Tyler comes in and tries to like rape Jennifer Lawrence and she's just like, get off of me. And he's like... She was very just like... "Um." Well, because like he sat down next to her and then she lays down and then she's like, Tyler, get off me. Like you didn't even like push her or anything. Yeah. It gave me sleepover vibes of when Sarah Paxman was in the car with her boyfriend, but Jennifer Lawrence is just like, oh, get off of me. Like, you're so gross. Like, as if this is just him showing her a booger instead of (laughs) rape. But, okay, this is 2012, so it's a different time. And so, J-Law then leaves, and she's playing it smart. She's calling someone to make it look like she's on the phone as this car drives by and then stops. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you how she is not a real character at all. First of all, you don't leave a party by yourself. Mm-hmm. You can call a taxi or something. Mm-hmm. You don't walk 10 miles home in like it's about to start raining. And then if in I'm, the dark, in the dark. And if I'm walking home and a car stops, I'm sprinting the other. Yes. Way. There's woods. She can run into the yeah. woods. And she could have just stopped and watched. No, 
Yeah, she Girl. did just stare at it. She just went, oh. <laughs> Girl, you could have called the cops. You could have done something. Yeah. Let somebody at least know where you are. Like, and that's how I know a guy was the director. Because girls don't oh, do that. Oh, true. That's true. True, I didn't even there think about it like that. There were several I'm like, Girls don't do this. Girls don't always wear wife beaters. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, Ryan, but um, yeah, um, I know you're wearing a wife beater right now. I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. But so in this car is Max Theriot, a.k.a. Ryan Jacobson, and he backs up the car to Jennifer. Yes. Super creepy. And he's like, hey, you want to ride? And she's like, oh, it's fine. My mom's coming. And she gets her mom's voicemail. Mm -hmm. um, and so he's like, really? He offers like four times until he finally... Yeah. 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 <laughs> until he finally drives off. And then like the two seconds after he drives off, it starts to rain. And so then she like awkwardly runs over to his car because he stopped to wait for her. Stalker. It's creepy. No. <laughs> it, just no and so then he gets in and or no even before she got in the car he was being extra creepy because she's like oh my house is right down the road oh, and he's yeah. like i know he's like no you're not like i know where you live i saw you move in yeah <laughs> he's been he admitted to kind of stalking her and she still got in his vehicle yeah she's like you know what it's okay i'll still get in your car and so she gets in his car they're listening to music they she have too friendly too quick. Yes, yeah, so she's very friendly with him. She's just very nice, happy to be there. She's like kind of poking fun at his oldies car and he's using like a cassette tape mm -hmm. instead of like the radio. And then she asks about his parents' homicide. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's goes, the craziest dialogue. So your parents got killed? Yeah, she <laughs> legit like there's a moment of silence and then she's like your parents died. <laughs> and then she's like sorry, I know I shouldn't say that but everyone's talking about it, which no, no one, one would knows. ever say unless you have, like, diarrhea of the mouth. <laughs> and then he's just like, it's okay. And then he pulls up to her house. The second he pulls up, stops raining. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so she gets out of the car. Her mom is already home, mm -hmm. even though she was working the night shift. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And her mom is like, well, how'd, how'd you get home? And Jennifer Lawrence is like, oh, I got a ride from Ryan Jacobson. And, and then Elizabeth is like, well, you could have called me. I'm sorry. She did. Did. She, did you not check your phone? Yeah. She did call you, woman. That's why she got a ride from someone else. Not that it's the mom's fault. Like, J-Law should have known not to get in a stranger's yeah. car. But, like, she did call you. Yeah. And you were supposed to be working the night shift. So yeah. how would you have been able to give her a ride in the first place? But we're getting too far ahead of ourselves, so... Um, now, so, Elizabeth, she was upset with Jennifer Lawrence, and I think maybe before this, they set up a little bit of tension when Jennifer Lawrence cooks dinner. Mm. She makes spaghetti. She legit makes, like, basic spaghetti, and her mom is amazed at the fact yeah. Jennifer Lawrence can cook spaghetti, and she's like, how did you learn to make this? And she's like, well, Dad taught me. And Ooh. that is super taboo in their family. and Because we so, don't know much. Apparently he was in a band. And yeah. he traveled a lot. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like he took Jennifer Lawrence with him. I, I didn't decipher it that way. I well, thought it was... she said he used to, like, she wanted to be like him. And, like, he would, she would be with him, like, on tour. Well, and the only reason I think that is because she also says her mom wasn't around. Wasn't. Sorry, around. So mm. she had to be a someone. I guess. But where was the mom? If she's like a stable doctor. Yeah. Like, then she was just working. I guess. 
I don't know. It's crazy. It's not clear. Yeah. And we, the only thing we ever get of the dad is a picture on Jen, it's the home screen of Jennifer mm-hmm. Lawrence's phone. Oh, I don't yeah. think I noticed that. That's the, and also IMDb told, said something that's not even a phone, it's just an iPod. Like, oh, was plus, it? Yeah, it's like an <laughs> iPod Plus. It wasn't even a real phone, so I was just like, oh, that's really funny. <laughs> and so, um, then back at school, Jennifer Lawrence sees Tyler, and he like waves to her as if he didn't try to rape her. And then she looks at him and walks away, and then he calls her a bee, and I'm just like, I'm sorry. How do you expect one of your almost victims to, to be react? Friendly with you? Yeah. yeah, like, oh, you almost raped me, but we're gonna be friends, so it's okay. Like, no. doesn't happen. And then, and then he's kind of done for the rest of the movie. Well, no, it's no, he end. comes back towards the end. Yeah, that's right. Which was an amazing scene, by the way, when he gets his comeuppance. <laughs> and so then we meet, I don't even remember her name. I think maybe Jillian? Yeah. Okay. Jillian it was. So Jillian was the drunk girl at the party, and she comes to hang out with Jennifer, and they become friends. And then um, she Jillian brings over a couple of her guy friends, and they're like, oh, this is um, Alyssa. He stopped her. Yeah, he's like, oh, I've already checked out your MySpace. Yeah, and I'm just like, well, if you haven't met her, how do you know about her? Yeah, he says, oh, I Googled you. He's like, you want to be in our band? Yeah, and then he hands them a USB. Skateboard USB. And I'm just like, if you're giving someone a sample of your music, wouldn't you just use a CD? Who uses a USB? But again, it's not the biggest deal (laughs) in the world. Um, And so... Then Jennifer Lawrence is like, oh, yeah, I'll check it out because there's going to be a battle at the bands at the school. And maybe she will participate because she does sing. Terribly. It's not her, but she does sing. And so also, there actually, no, it's such an insignificant detail. We won't go over it. (laughs) There was like, Jillian mentioned that at the party, she threw up on Caitlyn's towels and that Caitlyn was so upset with her. Uh But it was at Tyler's house and Tyler's an only child. So who's Caitlyn? Was it at Tyler's house or was it at Caitlyn's? Well, Tyler started the club, so I would assume... It would be a Tyler's house. And it looked like the house that we saw at the beginning when they had the neighborhood party. I don't know. Maybe it was supposed to be a pool party and Caitlin brought towels. Maybe. Maybe. Interesting. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, And so... Some like some of the set design was really weird because like we later go... Jennifer goes back over to Brian Jacobson's house and like the outside looks super nice like it's a really or no it looks it's, like a dump yeah it's yeah super it looks janky. like a dump and it looks like crap but on the inside, inside it's super fancy. nice yeah. um which is surprising because like he had crackhead parents yeah so i'm like well how's that well but First he's of all, been how, there for a bit doing yeah. some work there. So yeah like, oh, i'm fixing it up to sell it like, mm-hmm. no you're keeping someone in the be <laughs> <laughs> quiet, John. Um, and is it before this scene that we actually meet her? I think it's after he it's drops af- her off. True. Okay, yeah. so we he skipped a big house, scene. He, he gets makes home. chicken noodle soup, takes it downstairs, and we see a girl attack him. Well, let's like okay. So he goes to the basement door, which is locked. Mm-hmm. Unlocks the basement door, goes out the stairs, removes a rug, opens a trap door. Goes down a spiral this staircase. This house is huge. Through a pretty long corridor up to a door that's also locked. I mean, who put that in there? Who built this house? Yeah, and was like, oh, this is necessary. Yeah, yeah like, like oh, no hide maybe like here. a bomb shelter maybe. kind of thing, but this house is just giant. Yeah. Um, so, so, like, this girl attacks him and, like, he stabs her with, like, this medicine. He calms down and he's like, oh, carry on, carry on, like, calm down. So, 
Um, and because we already spoiled it, we're like led to believe that like that's his sister and that he's been like taking care of her. And, and like, that she is alive and not living in the woods mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he, there's, like, restraints and, like, um, and she's, like, passed out. And, like, so he, like, cleans up the soup and goes back upstairs. And he's, like, all sad. And you're, like, you feel bad for him. But, like, oh, he also has a crawl in his basement. And yeah. So, yeah. And also, like, Carrie Ann at this point and Carrie Ann later on through the rest of the movie never says words. No. Ever. Yeah. It is, Which like, is... visceral. Gutter sounds like an animal giving yeah. birth. Which, to be fair, we don't know how long the first Carrie Ann was there, so she could have been there for years, and at this point is just mm-hmm. so broken. Also, she looks like she's been heavily drugged for a super long time. Yeah. yeah. So she could just be so out of her mind that that's all she can muster. Mm. But even the second Carrie Ann is the same way. Oh, yeah. No. But I figured it was also a way to make her look kind of like mentally disabled because. Yeah. Ryan says at one point that, like, she was, like, she had, like, some brain development yeah. problems, so, like, she wasn't completely well, there. that's how he justifies. So I think a lot of what we see, since we already spoiled it, is him trying to justify to himself that it wasn't him that killed her. It was Carrie Ann. Yeah. It so, was an accident. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so that's why, like, he talks about her having a brain deficient, because he, mm-hmm. she fell out of the swing and hit her head, and so, yeah. I don't know. It's, there's an interesting, like, psychological side to it, to see what's going on there. Yeah. But there is a girl in the basement, and it is supposedly his sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then Jennifer Lawrence later goes over to his house, which looks great on the inside. She tours around. She gets to see Carrie Ann's old room. Um, she sees an old family photo. Mm-hmm. Um, and a big detail that I didn't get the first time around, but saw the second time around, was she mentions Carrie Ann's blue eyes, mm-hmm. which is going to come back. So... If you watched the movie, hopefully you saw that. Also, you better be watching the, these movies for real. <laughs> We're not watching them just so you don't have to. Yeah, you better be watching them too. And so, I want to know like how big of a performer J-Law is because apparently like she has her own page, which the guy looked up. Yeah. And then Ryan also looked it's her up on the internet yeah. too. So like, how big of a performer is she? And why would she be in another person's band if she can just be a one-woman show? Because she does guitar, and then later on she plays piano. Well, maybe. I want to know why they're still using MySpace. <laughs> yeah. Because 2012, like, Facebook was out. Like, was no one was using MySpace. Well, no, MySpace was still pretty big. In 2012? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say no. that. But this movie was in development for so long okay. that MySpace was popular then, so they probably just kept it. Okay. But otherwise, yeah, it would probably be Facebook. Yeah. I, I never used MySpace. It was before our time. <laughs> Us, we're Gen Z, we're Gen X. We're, we're, in we're Gen middle. something. Yeah, we don't fit in anywhere. Yeah, and so th- at this point of the movie, we get more of a timeline description because at the beginning of the movie, when it shows that Carrie Ann murdered her parents, it says four years later. Yes. Mm-hmm. So then at that point in the movie, Carrie Ann killed her parents then four years later we now have ryan jacobson living in his house which doesn't really match up but that's fine because actors aren't yeah because like he looks he's just doing college isn't yeah. He? yeah he's in like a community college and so the timelines don't really match up but that's okay yeah well technically he was the older brother and they made him pretend to be a younger girl yeah but i mean him he would be like still. developing and bigger 
Yeah. Yeah. You know. Like, he would not have been that small. Well, this movie just didn't have attention to detail. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Besides the one at the very end. Because, like, there's also, like, the story that he's trying to cover is that he lived with his aunt when his parents were killed. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, no, so he was 18 when his aunt died, and he lived with her for a long time, and then he moved back home, Mm -hmm. and then he killed his parents? No. Or was he with so, his aunt, quote unquote, the whole time? He was never with his aunt. Or, okay. So when he was seven, Carrie Ann fell off and hit her head. And so they pretended to send him to the aunt. And there's no really aunt. And he was Carrie Ann. And so um, and so after like all that homicide happened, he came back. Which again goes into that like bonus scene of mm-hmm. the officer knew. About it, so because he at one point defends to Elizabeth that he went to live with his hand, yes, but he knows Did, that never he, happened, that never happened yeah. um, because of that bonus edit scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we didn't know about that, we would have no idea. This would make no sense. Yeah. Well, it doesn't make sense, but that's beside <laughs> the point. And so, I'm guessing then if he lived with his so i guess when his aunt died is when he kind of went back and started showing up around town again mm-hmm. and so that's when he was 18 so that's when his parents would have died yes. so this is 4 years later yes he's 22 now so that would mean at the beginning of the movie he was 18 he was 18 which he wasn't which he so <laughs> wasn't so the timeline is so oh, yeah, off no, for this bad. movie and so i love elizabeth shoe at this one point in the movie because things continue to happen. Like Jennifer gets closer with Ryan and her mom is so against it. And she's like, no, he's dangerous. Like you can't be with him. So she invites Ryan over to a dinner party at one night. And Elizabeth is, is being a total wino with yes. respect. <laughs> and she's just drinking and drinking away. And then we get like a really awkward moment where... <laughs> I think Ryan is like, oh, I want to go into psychology. And then Jennifer's like, my mom went to a therapist. <laughs> and I was just like, whoa. Um, but it was great. It was great. It was really funny, but awkward. And so then drunk Elizabeth Shue comes back with dessert. And she's like, you know what? I need to set some ground rules. <laughs> and she's like, I like you and I want us to be good neighbors, but you can't come around my daughter anymore. Which is fair. I would yeah. say like... Or she says... Don't be, be alone. alone. Yeah, you can't be alone here or at your house, which is understandable. Super fair, yeah. She didn't come around it the right way. No. Well, she was drunk. She was she, she was wined out. Yeah. Um, but then he immediately gets like super offended. And yeah. He's like, okay, I have to go now and like Yeah. Like she's just being a caring, loving mother trying to say <laughs> But he doesn't know what that's like. True, he doesn't know what it's like to have a good mom. He tells her, though, he's like, it's good that your mom is looking out for you. Yeah. Um, but that, <laughs> I almost forgot what happens in the scene right when he gets up from the table is some really bad acting on J-Law's part because she's like, no, Ryan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was Do you confused. remember? She's like, no, no, good. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, it's so good because he legit gets up and she just rises up and her face is super yeah. strange. She's just like, no, Ryan. And then, <laughs> and then he's like, I need to go. And she's like, don't no. go. And it's so funny because it's just so bad. Yeah. And so then he leaves and Jennifer Lawrence calls out her mom for, be- she's like, I'm not going to become like you. I'm not going to be the wasted slut yes. in high school. And then I'm like, so where is this it's backstory not- of <laughs> her mom coming from? It's like, it's a- all over the place of like, oh, she was a trashy person. And apparently and she's she, also a doctor. 
doctor. Yeah, she is a ER doctor. I thought she was a nurse. No, no, no. She no, she's a doctor. She's a doctor? Yeah. I see the coat. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, you could easily cheat through college, probably, if you really tried yeah, hard enough. Yeah, but probably not med school and then, like, your own internship Yeah, see, they've got, like, clinicals yeah. and stuff, so. But at another point in the scene, like, when Jennifer calls her mom to, or when Jennifer's mom calls her to let her know about working the night shift... And Jennifer's like, oh, well, then I'm going over to Tyler's house. She's like, don't do anything I would do. Which is like another line to be like, I missed that. oh, I'm such a skank. Like, <laughs> so it's just another thing of like, oh, she has like some kind of weird history. Yeah. Huh. Well, and then literally the next day she goes and hangs out with Ryan at yeah, his house. Legit. And, yeah, legit. Well, she's like with her friend Jillian and she's like, oh, can you give us a ride? And even Jillian's in on it. She uses the crap out of Jillian. I feel bad for her. The only reason Jillian around, and it's for like five minutes, is so she can hang out with Tyler with someone around. Yeah. And, ugh. But all he does is just give Jillian a ride home and then he hangs out with Jennifer Lawrence anyways. Yep. Do a little more than hang out. Oh, well, true. Oh, because this is, this is going to be a make whoopee scene. Yes. And it's a weird make whoopee well, scene. Do they ever actually do it? No, because it's a lot of wet kissing. Yes. <laughs> but before then, it's so awkward. So they go outside and there's this tree. Oh my gosh! <laughs> the, tree. the tree! I can't believe I almost forgot. And so he's like sitting there all like dramatic, like saying, that my mom used to say there's a face in the tree. There is not. There is no, no face in this, in this tree. And like I even looked it up and everyone says there's no face in the tree. I was, because when I saw that I was like, I so, I so wonder if it's just a me thing or if Brian and John are going to see so the tree. I watched it the first time when I was like 12 with my neighbor and she insists that she can see the face. There is no, there's no face, face in this face. tree. There's no Sorry. Face. Nothing there's no there. Face. I agree. <laughs> when I watched it the first time, I rewound it like four different times because yeah. I was like, there's got to be something there. There is nothing. There is no face in this tree. It's a tree. And then we also have this like dialogue about, he's like, yeah, I heard you singing this morning. He's like, I also like to be up that early. And he has this stupid line. He says, oh. I, I like to write. He's like, I like to write at dawn because all the best thoughts haven't been taken yet. Oh my gosh. That Which was so stupid. It's trying stupid. to be like a deep emotional thought. It's just yeah, it's like, oh, I'm so hipster punk emo boy. Uh, <laughs> you have someone in your basement. Like, don't try and be like that when you are a creep. Yes. And so, and then they are like, she's like, oh, he's so passionate. And so there's that gross scene where mm-hmm. they're like. It was a lot. It was like slurping almost. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But thank you so much for bringing up the tree. I can't believe I almost forgot about that. That huge tree deal. Because then it comes back at the end of the movie. Like I even like look at the picture of the tree. Cannot find. There is no face in this tree. And I usually like find faces. Yeah, which is dumb. They should have like even if they like. Like, like a piece like, of paper. Just <laughs> <laughs> VFX <laughs> from Velocipaster. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's no face in this tree. So then they go over to Ryan's house and Jennifer's like, and so she like kind of gets on top of him and then they just do a lot of like slurping. Is this the one where... This is when Carrie Ann escapes okay. from her room because he forgot to lock the door. Why does she go in the closet? Jennifer Lawrence is like, I'll be back. But she doesn't, like, I thought she was No, she like, goes to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a closet. I thought she was going to, like, change or something. Oh, no. And then she just comes out in the same clothes, and I was like... Was she in a wife beater at this yes, point? Yes, she was. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't remember, but what? odds just, are yes. yes. <laughs> um, and okay. so then Carrie Ann gets out because, um, I guess, before 
J-Law hung out with Ryan, he went to go feed her or something. And he, he forgot for, to lock the door. Yeah, because he was having a flashback, his flashback to yeah. the swing set. Mm -hmm. So then he forgot to lock the door. So Carrion opens the door and she's just kind of walking out and she's making those weird noises. She's like, <laughs> and so. Well, and I think they show a little bit. You can tell she's drugged because like they do that shot of like the hallway oh yeah and it, stuff, from so. like her perspective yeah, yeah there's like glares everywhere yeah. yeah so she's drugged out and so she manages to get out and she goes upstairs and she has a knife I yeah think. she grabs one yeah. from she the grabs kitchen, a knife which is when he notices yeah and then ryan notices her shoves, shoves jennifer yes. and he, he's just like you have to leave you have to now. leave and which i think is more dangerous for her because i think Carrie Ann ran out of the house before Jennifer left yes, the house. she runs out, well, kind of at the same time, but uh, on the through the back door. Okay. She didn't run out of the house that time. He caught her in the house and dragged her back. Uh -uh. And then she escaped again and ran outside, because that's when Jennifer Lawrence is at home. Because, like, we no, hear the knocking. she got out this time, too. Because, no, because he shoves... Oh, the, they're, they are two separate occasions. Yeah, but he shoves Jennifer Lawrence out the front door. And then remember, oh, yeah, jumps jump, out the yeah, back door and goes chases, out the back door, chases her down the hill. This is where they end up by the road. Okay, but yeah, earlier right. there is a scene where Carrie Ann gets out and she runs over to J Law's house. Yeah, that's the next escape. Scene. And that's Mac, the next. That hasn't happened yet. No, it's at this point where Jillian is on the staircase. That's the second time she gets out. No, I swear. No, because when she hits the road, she dies. Yeah. Because he breaks her neck. So this happened oh, yeah. before. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, right. the when Carrie Ann runs over to J-Law's house, happens before, it's earlier. Yeah. And Ryan comes and takes her away, and it was, like, she, Carrie Ann never reaches J-Law. No, she, um, like, knocks on the door. Or, like, or there's, like, a fake jump. Yeah. And it was just Jillian, Jillian. being there. Um, and so then, at this point, Carrie Ann runs out to a road over to, like, a make-out point mm -hmm. kind of thing. And, um, someone in, like, the car, it's, like, two, like, a couple about to, like, make whoopee, and, uh, the girl hears something in the woods. Or, yeah, she, she sees, sees her, yeah. Her. And she flips, and then the guy doesn't believe oh, her. And, yeah. <laughs> and then Max, or Ryan Jacobson, um, gets Carrie Ann, and he's trying to calm her, and his arm is wrapped snaps around her head, and he's... Her neck. Snaps the neck. You hear it, and it's brutal. Oh, it's so bad. And it was really... I was, was so kind of sad. Because yeah. we don't... Again, we At don't point, know at this point. You think it's his sister. You think it's really Carrie Ann, mm -hmm. and he's really upset over it. And then he goes to bury her body at some point. And so, J-Law still thinks a, a lot about mm -hmm. Ryan, and they never did get that whoopee time. Yeah. And... Um, or were you going to say and something? And then it like shows them at like a diner. And there's like... Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he's really sad about burying Carrie Ann. And there's like this pearl and she gives him pie and like milk. And then and like that's all we see. But like we're suspicious. So when we missed one thing earlier, um, we were talking about the eye color. And at one point we see him... Well, we see Carrie Ann and she's only got one contact in. She does? Yes. Her, her eyes are like brown or brown something. Brown and blue. And so this is the first time we think, like, okay, maybe that's not... I didn't even notice. And I think this is right before she escapes while J-Law's there. Because... That would have been the close-up on her face yes. to okay. see it then. Then, okay. yeah, because you get real quick, and one's, like, bright blue and the other one's brown. And so okay. that's the first, like, uh-oh. Okay. I did not even... Excuse me. I did not even notice that. I never saw that. I did not even notice. Yeah. So then, um, 
Uh, what's next in my notes? Okay, so it's time for Battle of the Band. Or no, it's before this. Elizabeth Shue is trying to make up with J-Law and being like, oh, you know, like, I support you and all this stuff. And she's like, I bought you makeup. <laughs> and then this is the line that really threw me. She's like, I'm just trying to manage to do this whole mom thing. And I'm just like, first of all, you gave birth to her. <laughs> Second of Jumped all, out. you've known her for like all of her existence. And I'm years. sure you've been around for a majority of the time. So it's not just some mom thing. We need some clarification on what her role has been up to this point. Yeah. There is not nearly enough history no. about what kind of mother she's been. No. We need more background information mm -hmm. about that for sure. And so... Then J-Law's just like very cold and she's just like, okay, fine, whatever. And so the next day is Battle of the Bands and J-Law invited Ryan to come to Battle of the Bands. And he comes and it's just like outright people see him and they hate him yes. for no reason. Mm -hmm. They're so mean to him. Well, I mean, if they knew what they, he was doing, then they could hate him. Well, that's yeah. what she was like, I feel bad, but I know I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just like everyone's hating on him and he has done nothing to any to of them. them. As far as everyone knows, he's done absolutely nothing wrong. Yeah. yeah. And, His parents were literally killed and they're mad at him for yeah. it. Yeah. And the cop is the only person who defends Jacob other than, I guess, Jennifer Lawrence. He's like, yeah. he's been fine ever since I've known him and he's never done anything bad. But of course, if you've seen that extra scene in the movie, then you know, you know why. why he's covering for him. And so uh, Ryan goes over to like check on Jennifer in her dressing room. And I guess Jennifer is using some of the makeup her mom got her on Jillian. And Jillian looks like trash. Yeah, <laughs> Did you see? Like they trash. both look like <laughs> trash. Yeah. Like, um, well, first of all, you can't tell. She... She does have a wife beater on underneath, but Jennifer <laughs> is wearing real clothes and hey. she's doing the makeup on Jillian and Jillian just looks like a garbage pile, <laughs> but she's like looking in the mirror. So Mace like, Oh, I'm so beautiful. <laughs> it's so bad. And then, um, she's like, Oh, I'm so glad you came to Ryan. And then someone comes over and he's like, dude, they're trashing your car. Like Tyler and, and the, and the guys are. So they run back every, all of them run out and, they all get upset and they're like, oh, look, it's like the freak or whatever. And then the uh, Ryan and Tyler start to fight mm -hmm. and they get on the ground and Ryan freaking breaks his leg. It's his so leg good. It's it, so oh, satisfying. Such a noise too. Ugh. Oh, and then, okay, so at this point, I was just like fast forwarding because there's a serious <laughs> lag in this yeah, movie. This right movie's almost two hours. And for at least 45 minutes, it's just all this trying to build up the relationship and so much like we've time. really skipped through a big portion of the movie just glossing over the unimportant important, stuff yeah. i mean that big tree is so important but you know important. but like there's so many moments like that like okay that adds absolutely nothing to yeah, the yeah nothing to the story like this is probably getting to be like the final 35 minutes yeah, or so of the, the movie right whole, now like, action is really quick yeah. yeah and it's good like the final oh, 30 minutes of the movie is really good um so at this point i had like hit the fast forward 10 seconds <laughs> so it skipped to like a weird part of tyler's scream and he was like <laughs> like it was really funny because he's screaming in pain about his severed leg snapped oh my yeah goodness. the doctor even said like oh he's gonna walk with a limp for the rest of his yeah. life yeah and, and he, de he deserved it yeah because like they were like not even like like the car no. was like parked in front of the school. There's tons of people around, and they're like on top of it, hitting it with a bat, breaking his windows and just, like, for no, no reason. reason. To be fair, 100% deserved it, but mm -hmm. not for what they know. 
I just mm-hmm. want to know, like, did they think no one was going to report them? Like, it's an obvious crime. No. In There's front of tons of well, people. they think they're the rich white boys and nobody can do anything to them. Okay, they're annoying. Oh, agreed. Yeah, they are annoying, but, yeah. Okay, but so Ryan runs because he knows he just slapped snaps someone's leg in half. Instead of taking his car, so, which is legit yeah. right there, <laughs> yes. he runs. So Jennifer Lawrence takes his, takes car, his car to his house. Yes. Yeah. And somehow, like, Tyler's friends beat Jennifer Lawrence to the house, yeah, even though Jennifer definitely left before yeah, them. Well, she had to get his keys, which I don't remember. They were just on the ground. Yeah, they were just there on the ground. But I want to know, because, so they're going to his house to burn it. Uh-huh. They bring one roll of toilet paper... And light it on light fire. It. Yeah. And throw it in. Yeah. Did they just have that in their car? Yeah. And didn't the toilet paper break the window? Yes. Yeah. That, that must be some industrial furnace. toilet paper. It, yeah. That's some, like, what they have at my office toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that broke through a glass window. Mm-hmm. And it lit, legit only lights a curtain, curtain partially on fire. And so Jennifer Lawrence rolls up and she's like, where are you all doing? And then they drive off and she gets inside and she like stamps off, off the fire. So the oh yeah, she takes off that shirt so we could see that great wife beater. And then Mac or Ryan shows up. Um, or no. Ryan isn't there yet. Not yet. Because he was on foot. He was yeah. running on foot. So she's running and she then and then she sees in the trash there's like tampons and a contact. Contact. Or I guess at some point she puts something in the dryer of hers. Or maybe it was yeah, something that, was, that he had put that in the dryer. That was something of his. Okay, so so yeah, she goes over to the garbage can and she sees tampons and she sees some kind of contact. Yeah. We don't see that it's blue just yet. Yes. And so then she hears something come from downstairs in this giant house that looks like a dump on the outside, but it's really nice on the inside. Mm-hmm. And she walks down however many flights of stairs there i think she walks down like one flight where the broken window is yeah then stairs to the basement basement. and then there's the stairs that lead down into the cellar she tries the basement door and it's locked and i think she has the keys keys. and i think that's when she kind of starts to think something's going on and she goes and gets like the thing that was in the dryer that was making noise and she pulls it out that were bloody from bloody and muddy from when killed Carrie Ann. Oh, I never even yeah. thought about... I did not pick that up. Yeah. This went over my head and I watched it twice. <laughs> okay, and so then she notices the, like, door... Like, the opening barn doors on the floor. Mm-hmm. So she opens that up and she walks down. Then she opens the door to Carrie Ann's room. And then, out of nowhere, the Carrie Ann jumps on top of Jennifer as if yeah. she's attacking her. And I'm like, why is she attacking yeah, her? she's it's probably she- ready for... Uh, Ryan well, but she but see, she's well, still she attacking her from behind. Well, she probably she might think she's in on it because that she could just be. she has no house. clue. I don't. I don't. I feel like if it were me, I would be begging this person for help and then trying to attack them if they don't help me. Yeah. And this girl is she, also making guttural noises yeah. instead of talking. Well, she's got a oh she, she had a thing in her mouth. Yeah. True. I put her in choco and then ask for help. Because, oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> And so then, like, right after this, um, Ryan runs into the room. He's like, Carrie Ann, Carrie Yeah, he's, like, calling her Carrie Ann. So Jennifer's, like, thinking, oh, okay, what's going on? And he's like, you have to get out, you have to get out. And And then it flashes over a Penn State sweatshirt, which the girl from the the, diner diner earlier was wearing. Yeah. We realize he's been kidnapping Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And this girl, he puts this girl in, like, 
hardcore psychiatric restraints. Yes. For a second, I was like, is this about to be Fifty Shades <laughs> or what? And it's not. Um, and so then Jennifer Lawrence like runs upstairs. She doesn't leave. She gets a drink. Well, because she thinks she thinks it's, it's Carrie Ann, which is still weird. It's still strange. Run. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't go in the I wouldn't hover around and wait for him to come and talk to me. I'd be out of that yeah. house. I no, I in the basement once I saw doors and then a spiral. I'd be no, like, oh, I I'm get out. that yeah. like, she's not a real person in this, but like I can understand the plot point of like she thinks it's Carrie Ann, so she's gonna wait. And, but I don't. I'm not that understanding. No. That's bad for a psychologist, babe. I know, but if they have a zone in their basement, they're not allowed to break some like hip And so from there, Jennifer goes back to the trash, pours it out in the sink. She sees it's a blue contact box because she She's, happened to get a contact on her arm or That's something. what it was. I'd say because she sees something first and it's a colored contact. So yeah. Her arm from when Carrie Ann attacked her. Yeah. And then she's like, oh crap, this girl's got blue contact. And she sees the wallet. And there's a license in there of a girl from Penn State mm -hmm. whose name is Peggy Johns, which just... Terrible name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was like... They could oh, legit create anything. Johns is the worst last name. Peggy Johns. I felt offended. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John. Okay. Um, and so then Ryan shows up and he's like, you can't tell anyone about Carrie Ann. And she's like, okay. Is this wallet yours? And he's like, yes. <laughs> and it's like, stylish. it's obviously not because there's someone else's license in it. And it then he's have been like, oh, ex-girlfriends. Yeah, yeah. Anything yeah, like that. Yeah. And he's just like, Jennifer Lawrence wouldn't have gotten a good look at Carrie Ann. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she wouldn't have known that was Peggy Johns. Yeah. And so then he's like, yeah, it's mine. You can't tell anyone about Carrie <laughs> yeah. Ann. And so then she's like, okay, okay. And, like, and she she does a really good thing. She does what most people in horror movies don't. She goes along with him. Yeah. She plays it really smart. She's like, okay, like that's fine. And like yeah. you can tell she's kind of shaky, but she's like, this is okay. Um, my she's mom called, out. but I, so I got to go. And so she gets over to the door and it's at that point that he slams her head against the door. Super cool scene. It was cool. Ooh. It was orchestrated really it well. Good. And her phone drops to the floor underneath the sink. Well, apparently her iPod does. Oh yeah. Her <laughs> iPod, not her phone. And so then I think from then or no, at that point. So at the house, when she was pouring herself a cup of... Or maybe it was before she even went in the basement, her mom called her because Tyler had been brought to the hospital where she works. Mm. And she was like, well, are you at the house? Like, what's going on? And Jennifer's like, I am at the house. And she's been having the house Probably. phone oh, forward yeah. calls to her phone. Yeah. This was before Tyler shows up. Yeah. Uh, Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Sorry, not Tyler. Yeah. And so this has been happening for a while because a house call was... Phone, uh, forwarded to her phone totally. earlier when she was in the car with Ryan at some point. Or, mm -hmm. Yeah, She's Ryan at like, some point. I am home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, how smart. Honestly, for that time, that's really smart. Mm -hmm. And so now her iPod, which forwards the house calls to her phone, mm -hmm. is at Ryan's house underneath the sink. And so um, he, she wakes up and she's in the cellar now. I guess he killed new Carrie Ann so somehow. Carrie was in the bed and he's like, and she's like, it's okay. And he like takes her and kills her and puts her in the trunk. Because mm -hmm. I guess she's mm -hmm. going to be the new Carrie Ann. And he gives like a really strange dialogue. He's like, I love you, but I need Carrie Ann. And he's yeah. like, I can't have you both unless you're Carrie Ann. <laughs> I think it goes to the fact of like he's trying to justify, one, his parents' death, 
and two, Carrie Ann's death to himself. Mm -hmm. And so if Carrie Ann's still around, that means she killed the parents and not him. Yeah. I think think it's almost like a branch, like a multiple personalities thing. Because so like, that only really happens for like young kids that they do like have extensive trauma, which Mm -hmm. he did. And so he's like trying to put that personality of him being a murderer into somebody somebody else else. okay which is kind of cool you guys are digging deep into this well true this this is ryan's wheelhouse your dream my degree oh (laughs) john you better watch out um start checking the floor (laughs) and so uh jennifer lawrence is strapped to this chair she's begging for ryan to let her go and at this point we get a little snippet Mm -hmm. just a taste a very little snippet of uh, what happened really uh, mm-hmm. with um, Carrie Ann's death? Yeah. And he's like, Well, af-, he was like, They punished me. And like, mean? after she died, and they said it was my fault. And Jennifer's like, Well, what do you mean? And he doesn't elaborate. Yeah. And we don't get what the punishment is until the final scene of the movie, yes. which is super strange placement because it, yeah, it would have been better of- to have it right now. Yeah. Um, and so then uh, Ryan takes old Carrie Ann away. And then. Back at the hospital, Elizabeth Chu oh, yeah. talks with the sheriff, and she's like, can you go check on them? I had a bad feeling. Yeah, she's like, I just have a bad feeling. And so he Which, goes. good. And, and she, <laughs> finally, that whole mom thing is kicking yeah. in. Okay, but, so, let's, I know we didn't watch the one at the extended scene, but it wouldn't make sense for this thing. Because if he knows, I guess he doesn't necessarily know about the people in the basement, though. He just knows that Tyler was, or not yeah. Tyler, Ryan was Carrie Ann. Okay. Mm-hmm. He Never doesn't mind. know that. I mean, I'm sure he'd probably speak up if Ryan was, like, keeping people in the basement. Okay. I okay. hope so. I kind of hoped that, that when I found out there was a bonus scene, I was hoping it was going to be some kind of collaboration between the both of them where, like, uh, the sheriff helped because I was like, oh, that would be so twisted mm-hmm. to have that kind of play. Because with that beginning of, like, at the beginning of the movie when the sheriff defended... Um, when he defended Ryan, I was like, why is he the only person standing up for him? It would have made sense if he had been yeah. in on it and helping him find the girls or whatever that like that. Sense. That would have like helped the story a little bit, but it's fine. Oh, sorry. Anyways, back but, to the hospital. <laughs> so yeah. So back to the hospital, the sheriff goes over to Ryan's house. Elizabeth Shue calls Jennifer, finds out the calls are just being forwarded to the iPod. Ryan, you look like you want to I, talk about something. Okay. This is the worst cop ever. Yeah. So, <laughs> So because, like, he goes, he talks to Ryan, um, he doesn't know, like, Jennifer Lawrence is in the basement, and so he's like, you know what, I'm gonna call Jennifer, because apparently he has Jennifer Lawrence's number. No, he called the home. Oh, yeah, he called the house. So and he then it was it. Even to still, how does he have the house phone? Because he he's a, a, a friend. Flirting with, with uh, the Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. And so he, like, knows her phone's in there, but he, like, Ryan just said he wasn't there. So he goes in with his gun, and, came, okay, so I was... I'm a, I'm a nerd, and I was in, like, the junior police program <laughs> in middle school. He, like, doesn't clear a room at he all. Like, he doesn't know. keep his back up against a wall. He is a terrible cop. And, like, I know we know that he did drugs and everything. He is a terrible cop. Mm-hmm. But, like, he has no knowledge of what to do. Mm-hmm. He it doesn't was, even go in with the fully working flashlight. No, yeah. Which is something that they have <laughs> to establish. Convenient. He didn't yeah. even turn on the lights when he walked into the house. That's true. Like, they turn off He didn't call for backup before going into the house. Yeah, Yeah, he didn't even say, like, I'm at the Jacobson house. Um, This something doesn't feel right. He didn't call Elizabeth Shue, even. He just walked into random rooms like, hey, are you in here? Yeah. (laughs) It was pathetic. It was really bad. And so Ryan manages to, like, 
I think he pushes him down the stairs and then he kills him. Yeah, he stabs him. Yeah. And so the gun is left to the side. Mm -hmm. And at this point, J-Law has been like trying, has managed to get her legs out of the straps. Which, what a queen, because she knocks the lamp over burns the crap out of her wrist to cut the one strap yeah. and freeze herself out. So Which, like, by the way, we never see the damage done to her wrist, but I'm going to guess it's in the unrated version where they show a little bit more of the gore. Little, or do they not? I didn't see anything. Well, then I've seen the unrated version. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I was going to say, maybe that would be like more of the gore yeah, you get to see. Yeah, because, I mean, she a queen. mars her wrist up in the one I remember seeing. Oh, but, well, I, yeah, because it was not in this movie at all. They managed to cut it out. Okay. And so she manages to burn that off of her wrist. Mm -hmm. And so then Ryan comes in. Legit, anytime anyone comes into the room, all the victim has to do is stand behind the door mm -hmm. and then jump out from behind the door. Because yeah, that's what happens each and every time. Each and every time. Like, that's exactly what Carrie Ann does. So maybe he's going to get good at, like, protecting himself. But maybe. he never did. Mm -mm. No. Not once. Very vulnerable. And so she knocks him out. Locks the door, runs upstairs, gets a washer to cover the doors that lead down into the cellar, and he still has the keys to get out. Mm -hmm. And then she manages to get from the... She's in the basement, but she reaches the garage without going upstairs. Does she end up in the garage? Yeah, because that's yeah. where the car is. And she tries to get in the car to go, but she can't, can't find the keys. Yeah, because she sees a thing of chloroform in the car. And then he And then she's back... Yeah, when she... does she... Okay, so she comes up, she covers the trap door with the washer. The sheriff's dead. Uh -huh. She can't get out because that door's locked. Yeah, and he has the keys. Mm -hmm. So then we cut to the garage? Yeah, so then she goes to the garage. I don't, yeah, I don't and she's know. like, she can't lift up the garage door, so she's like, I'll break through it with the car. With the car, but she doesn't have the keys, sees chloroform, and then Ryan's there gotcha. and knocks Ends her up out. In the trunk. Mom yeah. shows up. With the dead Peggy John. Yeah, Peggy John's is Freshly in the dead. trunk next to her. Yeah. And Freshly then, dead. like, she kicks herself out of the car. Like, that was not a very secure spot for mm -hmm. an alive person. All well, this think... time, by the way, she's been wearing her tank. Yeah. I just feel like people need to be reminded yeah. she's been wearing her tank the whole time. <laughs> Mom shows up. Also in a tank. Also in she a tank. So not legit. in her scrubs. No. She, just left she legit took off her scrubs <laughs> to, so that she could be in only her tank. Mm -hmm. And then Again, showing up at the house. I forget they were women otherwise. Other, I mean, how we would are, we really we're know? We're only stupid men. We are only <laughs> stupid men. And so Elizabeth Shue also plays it smart. Yes. When she talks to Ryan, she's like, is is Alyssa here? She's like, I wouldn't be upset if she is. Yeah. Like, she's playing it really smart, which well, Jennifer did earlier, too. I don't think she suspects anything. I don't yet. think she suspects murder. Yeah, I she's think just she just worried. She's over there, like, having sex or something. Yeah. Whoopi, sorry. <laughs> Whoopi. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Gosh, Sorry. you're off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and so then she hears glass breaking because Jennifer Lawrence does some crazy like commando kick glass through the door with her legs when she could have just gotten a hammer to break all the, the glass. garage door. Yeah, because then she like swings in through the broken window of the garage door. Remember? No. <laughs> yeah, she like pulls herself up and she swings in through the oh, broken glass true. window. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Elizabeth, she hears it, so she runs down, um, but before she gets down there, Ryan stabs her in the stomach with a knife, and so then she she's just lying dead there in the basement, and then 
I think Jennifer grabs the gun at that point yeah. and starts shooting. In the dark. In the dark because yeah. he turns Which, off the light. Why doesn't he mug her this entire time? Because like there's a good couple minutes where she's just shaking the flashlight. There is legit. It's a whole minute. Is it? Okay. Of her shaking this flashlight, a little bit of light, and then screen's dark. This goes like, so on. He, could, he knew where he she He knows was. where she is. He knows she can't see. He totally could have gotten oh, her. Oh, yeah. But That's instead, he's just waiting. He could have chloroformed her again and dragged her down to the basement. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I want him to win, but... But, like, I want him to be smart. Yeah. Yeah. Be smart, guy. Come on. I okay. mean, he is psychologically damaged, but yeah. he could still be smarter. So she and ends up hitting him. She ends up shooting him. Like three times. Yeah, like three times. <laughs> And then we get the other horror movie cliche where the person who's definitely dead, dead. isn't dead. Isn't <laughs> and so she, like, goes to grab the keys from him. And he, like, reacts and, like, mm. opens his eyes and tries to get her. And then Elizabeth Shue comes out of nowhere, who also was supposed to be dead. Yeah. And, like, swings at his head yeah, with a hammer. She stabbed in the gut. And it's just, she's fine. She's okay. She Which, can walk. it was only, like, the knife sharpener. So it wasn't, like, a huge puncture. Even still. But, no, still. Yeah. Like, that's but internal like, bleeding. Her mother intuition, like, stuff finally kicked in. And she can now save her daughter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She was right all along. Yep. She was. What a terrible car ride to the next house. I told you he was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then like the next or I, the next time we see them, they're moving out of their house and Jennifer's in the back. I'm sorry, not backyard, state park. And <laughs> she's looking at the tree that apparently has a face in it. And her mom comes over and she's like, what are you doing? And she's like, Come just look looking. This. Oh, look at that tree. You see anything? She's like, a tree. And she's like, I knew it. And I'm just like, what's this supposed to mean? You said you saw it, you There's liar. no face in the tree. Ugh. And so then that's really, or that's how it closes for them. Was Carrie Ann buried under that tree? Maybe that's what it is. Uh, I don't know. Like she was buried in the backyard. Yeah, because he like, walks back with the shovel. shovel. So maybe like she's buried under Carrie that tree. He sees Carrie Ann. Ooh, creepy. That makes it so much better, but, like, that was never said. So. Oh, and then at the very beginning of the movie, when Jennifer Lawrence is checking out their new house and she's walking through the woods, she comes across, like, some random stuff. Like, it looks like hobo yeah. stuff. Well, I was wondering, is that the current Carrie-Anne's things? Like, maybe she was in the woods and then Ryan kidnapped her there and left the stuff behind? So, we were talking because, like, he was like, oh, what are Cause like it kind of alluded that Carrie Ann lived in the woods because they just said that. But Somebody I'm like, said that. that could have been any hobo. Yeah, like some kids teenagers. out making whoopee. True, <laughs> whoopee time in the state park. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make it look so like scary, but I was just yeah. like, that could be anything. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I thought so much clapping. Um, I thought maybe it was just the old Carrie Ann's things mm, or something. That could be where he got her. Yeah, but um, so then Jayla and her mom move out, and then we cut to the outside of like an asylum, and it shows Ryan there putting together a puzzle, mm. and then we get the briefest flashback of him being dressed up as a girl, and his mom's like, "Happy birthday, Carrie Ann," and he's like, "I'm not Carrie Ann," and then she slaps him across the face. Yeah, which was just such strange placement. It should have been earlier. Like, when he tells J-Law that he was punished, that's when it should have been. Because, like, at this point, we've pretty much figured out that Carrie Ann was dead and couldn't have killed the parents. Yeah. So we should have gotten this earlier. They were just delaying it. Yeah, it was really weird. Because then at that point, like, when I watched the movie the first time and I saw that end scene, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Rewatch the that entire movie. That whole scene at the beginning was really 
really him because yeah. it was just crazy mm-hmm. um so yeah that's the movie that's house at the end of the street <laughs> um even though there's no house at the end of the street <laughs> there's uh, no end of the street there's no street really it's yeah. just a road and isn't that what it's all about truly the journey never ends it ended for him. He's in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, he's going to be there for life. I was just trying to call yeah. the name. <laughs> um, is there uh, anything we didn't cover you guys want to mention before we go for break? No, I don't think so. I think we hit it all. I mean, it's tanks, trees, and... Carrie Ann. Carrie Ann. That's really this movie in a Which, nutshell. like... They should have known when they named her Carrie Ann. She was going to... I mean, what movie. a great horror movie horror name. Horror movie name. Like, if you have two names... You're gonna be a murderer or something, you know. You have to be. Yeah, but um, so we'll be back. We've got another segment of reenactors coming up and all sides. So stay tuned. Welcome back. Occasionally in a movie, there's just a great moment of dialogue or development that is just so good you need to act it out in real life so we are going to be doing a segment of reenactors going back to when j-lock first meets ryan jacobson leaving tyler's party and getting in his car um because it's the most uncomfortable dialogue ever <laughs> and i'm not even going to shy away from it i really want to be j-lock in this scene because i really want to take this dialogue for a spin well we can um, both give it a run uh, yeah you yeah. ryan can be ryan all right yeah. okay you can just read over the script for a second, acquaint yourself with the character. Just get really into I'm the mood. Yeah. Pretend, pretend to murder someone. Okay, I'm wearing a tank top right now. <laughs> and really... It's all I ever wear. <laughs> um, okay, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Uh, would you like to ca- count us down, John? Yes. Three, two, one, action. Your parents got killed. I'm sorry. I know the people were talking about it, and I knew I shouldn't say. I'm going to shut up right now. It's okay. You just said what you were thinking. It's all anyone can think about. Around me, anyways. Dad, why do I still live in the house my parents got killed in? Yeah, why do you still live in the house your parents got killed in? My parents sent me away when I was seven. The house is all I really have left of them. But actually living there has been too hard. I'm fixing up for good as hell. Where are you seeing this? <laughs> and that's the scene. That, is, that was great. Some that's as awful uncomfortable dialogue. as it gets. Yeah, that's that's really it. You know, I, you want to take a first spin, no, John? I can, but you you were very out of the blue with that first line. Wasn't so I? I, I knew I had to put that in the script because she, she in the movie she's just like sits down and it's just, your parents got killed. It's just <laughs> so like, crazy. What an opener. Yeah, what a great way to start a friendship. <laughs> Sparking um, right. So who would you like to be, John? Uh, you know, you did such a good J-Law performance. I feel like you should just do it again. Yeah, okay, so yeah, I'll give it another go. I'll do another max. Okay. J-Law who? Like, I, honestly, like, that Oscar is mine from Silver Linings. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, but I wore I a wig in that movie. Wow. Yeah, nice. it was me the whole time. Um, <laughs> all right, um, uh, would you like to count down, Ryan? Yeah, can I do the iCarly countdown? Would yeah. Would wrong? Okay. Okay. So, five, four, three... Two. Your parents got killed. I'm sorry. I know the people were talking about it, and I knew I shouldn't say. I'm going to shut up right now. It's okay. You just said what you were thinking. It's all anybody can think about around me anyways. That, and why do I still live in the house my parents got killed in? Yeah, why do you still live in the house your parents got killed in? My parents sent me away when I was seven. The house was really all I had left of them. 
but actually living there, it's, it's been too hard. I'm fixing up and I'm going to sell it. I heard you singing this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. Wow, Great work. Man, I felt like you were Max Theriot right there. And it was, well, it was I'm incredible. Not. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> um, all right, so reenactors over and it's time for all sides our favorite segment uh all sides a segment dedicated to one two three four and five star reviews from amazon.com where the best critics go to share their reviews um so a lot of people liked this movie or not as much as velocipaster 62 percent of the movie reviews are five stars um a lot of the good reviews are just talking about Mm, look at J-Law <laughs> and almost every review mentions I only watched this movie because Jennifer Lawrence is in it um, pretty much every review states that in some way shape or form I'll start off with the first review it's one star beyond awful by Michael J. Scott unless you're between the ages of 12 and 18 this is a terrible movie if you're an intelligent person between the ages of 12 and 18 and agree with me that means you have a brain and are not high. This movie is gaspingly awful and ranks among the top 100 worst movies ever. It's poorly acted, directed, scripted, and plotted. If the first 30 minutes don't kill you with bad acting and teen angst, you should be decorated for bravery. Avoid this movie at all costs. I just wasted 4 dollars Wow, he's pretentious. It's overkill. This movie <laughs> yeah. is not that bad. It has issues, but I liked I'll it. I'll say, like, the acting and some of that could use more. It was a good plot twist. The plot yeah. was, I loved the idea did. of it. And as that one review from last episode said, good premise. Yeah, good premise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought, it, I didn't think it was that bad, but I guess Michael J. Scott thought otherwise. Um, <laughs> would you like to read our two-star review, John? I can. Uh, two stars, titled, Waste of My Halloween Time. I only get two creepy movies. Oh, wait, no, no. That's, oh, wait, this is that's still, the title. still the title. Okay, wait. And let me, I, uh, my disclaimer is always, these are written word for word. We don't change spelling or anything, so if it sounds bad, that's how it is. But the title for this, this review <laughs> is very long and tells more than the actual review does. Okay, here we go. I'll give it a second try. The title is, Waste of My Halloween Time. I only get two creepy movies a year with my wife. She Hates Horror by Reg71. Looked like it would be pretty creepy, but turns out it was more like a teen romance until last little bit. Which, yeah, it kind of was, was, but I was just so, like, <laughs> this long... man is giving away so much information <laughs> and just the title of the review is like, waste of time, but I only watch two horror movies a year because my wife doesn't like horror. Like, it's honestly just like, we don't need this information, okay. sir. Uh, Ryan, would you like to read our three-star review? Sure, it's by iwatchmike.com review by Mike Movie Guy. Oh, wait, and there's a lot of just random capitalization in this movie, so... Should I, like, say it a little louder? Yeah, try and emphasize it. All right. Now, when House at the End of the Street came out in theaters, quite a few people told me it was whack. But for me, I liked it. Even my wife liked it. And that's saying a lot since she's not a movie person like myself, LOL. House at the End of the Street stars two of my favorite gals, Elizabeth Shue and Jennifer Lawrence. They play mom and daughter and do it nice, quite nicely. My eyes enjoyed watching both of them on my TV. LOL. Don't worry, ladies. The movie has some eye candy for y'all as well. It give you Max Theriot. How do you say it? Theriot. Theriot. You know, from My Soul to Take and the A&E show Bates Motel, he plays the secret gambler due to the town. This boy has issues. LOL. House at the end of the street definitely has actions and thrills with some, with some crazy twists. Even I didn't catch it, and I liked that. 
what you see in the trailer is not exactly how it seems. That's why my wife watched this film. She thought it was actually believable and that that this crazy stuff could happen. I think it's worth the rewatch. I give House House at the End of the Street three and a half out of five popcorns. One, Mike's a perv. Yes. Two, I don't think he knows what LOL means. <laughs> Neither do I because he uses it multiple times. Well, he always uses it in parentheses. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what Mike's doing. So, yeah, he's kind of gross. Mike, we're doing the same thing he is. True. Because he's just, <laughs> yeah, he's just watching movies as well, which is, you know, okay, that's good. Do you want to read the four star? Do you want me to? Um, five star is pretty long. Would you like to take it away? I'll, I'll read the four star. You know, okay. it's, it's really in depth of the movie. Um, okay. The four star review is mm, Jennifer Lawrence by Sinner, and they spell it strange. Um, it goes like this. Mmm. Jennifer Lawrence. Ugh. And that's the review. All right, would you like to read oh. five stars? I can. Uh, title, They Say Good Things Take Long to Come By, by Trav the Dawn 23 They say good things take long to come by. All I can say is now I understand why it took me five years to see this movie. <laughs> it took five years for this guy to see a well, movie? It took nine years to produce. Well, true. It took a long time for it to come together. That was the whole review. Okay. I well, guess that's all you need to know from the movie, I guess. Yeah. I've got nothing else. Yeah. Well, so would you recommend this movie? I would. I mean, it's on Netflix. Yeah. It's for, a decent it's thriller chick. Thriller flick. She's a <laughs> decent thriller chick um, with all them wife beaters she's wearing. I mean, it definitely, like, there's a good 45 minutes of the movie you that just cut. drags. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I like it. I liked it. I, I didn't mind watching it a second it's time. It's a great twist. It's a really good plot besides the 45 minutes in you the middle. You could probably just watch the first 30 minutes and like the last 45. Yeah. And like that. You're going to be good to go. Yeah. No, yeah. I wouldn't not recommend it. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Ryan? I'd probably recommend it. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. One of the better movies we've seen. It's not my new favorite. No. Velocipaster still takes number one and yeah. it's definitely not the worst. Term Life still, or Sleepover still takes the worst. I'm gonna throw sure. it somewhere in the middle. Somewhere yeah. around, like, um, not Goodfellas. What was. Oh, Gangster, Gangster Squad. Gangster Squad. The lost episode. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, guys. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, I think it would probably be close to. Maybe, which. I kind of enjoyed Country Strong. I'd put it next to Country yeah, Strong, right I think. Middle. So, yeah. That all? Yeah. Okay, all right. All right, time for closing announcements, if I can find my... Oh, here it is. Okay. Crisis averted, everyone. All right. To our one listener, I guess. Um, thanks for tuning in to the Roast and Toast podcast. If you noticed anything in the movie that we didn't cover, or if you'd like to suggest a movie for us, you can reach us at roastandtoastpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the podcast, and please leave us a rating and review on iTunes Podcasts. Now, uh, new episodes drop every other Tuesday. Tune in next time when we dig into Heartbreakers, the 2000 movie starring Sigourney Weaver. I'm Jordan. I'm John. And I'm Ryan. And thanks for listening. Stay good, everybody.